Other news to watch for today would be the Bank of Canada setting the interest rate. The street is certainly betting on an increase of 0.25%. But let's talk to an actual real-life economist. Armin Yalnijan joins us now. And um, you've been quoted in one article I saw, Armin, that said this is going to hurt and it's designed to hurt. Well, that is the point of central bank rate hikes is to make the economy slow down uh, because the bank sees things as being overheated. And indeed, Canada's economy is running unexpectedly well, uh, even though inflation is dropping. Still, uh, you know, people are more people are working. Yes, unemployment ticked up a, a notch, according to the last labor force survey. But people are doing pretty well uh, right now, and that was highly unexpected. John, central banks around the world are doing what our central bank is doing, and they expected a recession by now. And on January the second, the International Monetary Fund said a third of the world's glo- uh, the world's economies would be in recession by now, and there's only one major one. Germany that's really starting to suffer. Uh, And everybody's kind of scratching their head and saying, what, what's wrong? You know, I guess we have to like step up the beating so that morale will improve. Yeah. Now, I know you have a column about this in the Star tomorrow, but we're very happy you're joining us today to talk about it because today is kind of, you know, uh, the detonation day. Is there any chance that the central bank is going to surprise us and not increase the rate today? Yes, there is a chance. It's a very slim chance because they've been signaling very, um, very frequently that the July rate hike was kind of baked in. What was the surprise was the July of uh, the June one back on June the seventh. We had a surprise rate hike. They had they had been pausing since January, so there were six months where they didn't do anything, and then they did lift up the rate by point two five percent. And so we knew that we were looking at something this summer. We didn't think it was going to be that fast. But since then, they've been talking about the need to get inflation down to 2%. In fact, all the central banks around the world, it's like a religious chant uh, that they need to get down to that 2%, that they've got to get it down there more quickly. Even though central banks all over the world will tell you that it takes between 18 and 24 months for rate increases to really show up as a slowdown in the economy. So, you know, we're just, we're at the orthodoxy end of things and the orthodoxy is being kind of put on stilts right now. Okay, so what do you make of the sort of, uh, you know, almost schizophrenia in our economy where, you know, some of the majorly important indicators say everything's positive, but if you ask the average Canadian, they'll say they can barely keep up? Well, there's a difference between affordability and an and economic functioning. So, you know, it's not just actually how is GDP growing, which, by the way, we're the second fastest growth in the world right now behind the United States. But that growth is only 1.5% annually, which is very close to not growing. Uh, So, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel like we're expanding more rapidly, but you'll, you'll notice that the job vacancies have come down in every sector except for healthcare. And you will notice that, um, you know, more people are working, but more young people are not able to find summer jobs. That's the first thing that goes is summertime work. Uh, So you're already getting early signals that those rate hikes are working. Uh, what What they aren't doing is bringing down prices. And since wages haven't caught up, 
to inflation. It means that, yeah, I'm working. That's great. But everything costs more and I'm going deeper into the hole every month. And that that isn't everybody, but it's enough people that there's a great deal of stress out there. And people are kind of hanging on by their fingertips, hoping that you know, something will give that prices will start falling or that interest rates will start falling, something like that will happen. And it's basically uh, for a growing share of the population, it is more and more challenged to just stay afloat, even though the underlying factors are the same. You've got the same rental housing or the same mortgage. You've got the same job, but your costs are higher. And you don't know if you have that that apartment or that house next month. There's a lot of stress out there. One last question for you. Craig Alexander, who's a leading economist, uh, writes a very persuasive column in the Globe and Mail, where he says he thinks the Bank of Canada is actually overdoing it today if they go ahead with 0.25%. Um, what is your read? I mean, because the problem problem here is it's uh, it's kind of like trying to stop a train. And if you sink the brakes too hard, it comes to a complete stop. Um, I would agree with Craig. And Craig has got great company. Um, Andrew Grantham from CIBC is another Canadian that has said the same thing in the wake of the last rate hike. But around the world, John, we are starting to see a kind of chinks in the armor here, where the International Monetary Fund seems to be asking questions about what is it that's driving inflation and will central bank hikes actually be the cure that fixes the disease. Uh, we have the ex-economist from the chief economist from the Bank of England raising exactly the same question in Financial Times in England. We're seeing those questions being asked more and more frequently that is this the right cure for this version of the disease, given that this inflation doesn't look like anything we've seen for about 100 years, the combination of a pandemic, a war, and labor shortages is highly unusual. And so we've seen these supply shocks that started with the pandemic and continued with Russia's invasion of Ukraine just starting to settle down now. So are, is inflation coming down because of what central banks have done? It's hard to tell. But as hard as the banks are willing to go, more people are going to lose jobs unnecessarily. And that really is the storyline of the moment. That and what is so magic about 2%. And so stay tuned for my column on that tomorrow. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Armin Yelnijan is the senior economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives.